What's up, everyone? On our play for this week, is Sony planning another hardware release beyond Project Q later this year? We'll find out. If the rumor is true, we may be a lot closer to Nintendo Switch 2 than we recently believed. Sonic's creator, Yuji Naka, is apparently too fast for jail. Or is he? Mm. <laughs> and then in the spirit of the Game of the Year predictions, we will predict the winners for this year's Game Awards. All this and more in Season 7, Episode 26, I believe, of Press Access Art Gamers Digest. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choices, a.k.a. Do you hear that? The low hum of engines as they slowly start screaming. And then you see a blade glowing in the distance. Oh, yes. Armor core is coming. Are you ready? I am joined by. Don MF Ross. What does the MF stand for? Honorary Straw Hat. Hon mm. Mm. <laughs> AKA. Yes. Are you stupid, mate? Oh, look at that. This man's been taking a no. French from Duolingo. It's amazing. No, I'm watching a hijack on Apple TV Plus Premium. What? I don't fucking know. It got Idris Elba. <laughs> I just love the way that uh, British people curse. I don't know. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound aggressive. It sounds... No, it's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could take a, a, a road man running up on me seriously. Yeah. You know, bro. <laughs> Empty your pockets, mate. It's not a game, isn't it? It's like what? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wet me up. Like, <laughs> right? Get out of here. Are you stupid? <laughs> like, I'm from America, bro. We have guns. It is very scary. Oh, oh. They got guns on the show, but it's still just like they're hijacking a the plane. It's like yeah. I don't know if I can I mean, take them seriously. But do they have bullets though? That's what they're trying to ascertain on the show right now. I don't know. It's oh, see, show. okay. Well, they don't got bullets. They got the guns, no bullets. Like <laughs> having hands with no fingers. Hey, anyway, anyways, our third plus. today. Yes. It's your boy Jordan, aka JXBot, aka uh, I'm just I'm an old man. I'm just an old man with lower back pains, and I like video games. I love video games. I just need Starfield to come out. That's right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah. This is a podcast. You know, it's probably like Star Gamers. But we're going to take a peek behind the curtain because I believe Jordan is the youngest person on this cast right now talking about I he's an old, old man. Dude. <laughs> what? I've been having surprise knee pain, surprise hip pain, surprise back pain. I'm like, this, the other side is not fun. The other side is not fun. That's your like ancestor reminding you of your past. I know. I need. I have like. I have like a comforter on my chair right now, just to you know, make sure my back is arched right. It's terrible, awful. Sir, I, I my my uh, current computer chair. I have a cushion that I've had for uh, a long time now. It, it just yeah. stays with my chair, you know. Now being but being, it, being, it's an, being, of... being an adult's pretty ghetto, super ghetto. No, zero you're not out wrong. Of 10, zero, zero out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, yeah. Like we get to this part and it's just like, uh, this ain't this ain't great. Taxes suck. <laughs> Paying for stuff sucks. And Sean's Sean's over there smiling, like, look at these little whippersnappers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. 
<laughs> you set up your eyes, dog. You set up your eyes. Back in my day, we didn't use money. We used rocks. <laughs> Throwing at each other. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, as I said before, this is Pressing Star Gamers Digest, a video podcast and condensed the most important gaming news from this past week, uh, week, week plus, into an hour-long meal just for you. Just for you, listener, viewer, watcher, whatever you are. Hey, we're here for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday. That's today, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because that's the best standard of all times. Mm. Yes. Um, don't forget you can support us on YouTube by liking this video, subscribing to the channel, and the notification bell. You can also support us on any podcast service you are currently using by leaving us a review and making it a four or five star review, maybe a five, more than a four. You can do that. We appreciate it. You can also join in our conversation by joining our Discord at pressxnumber2start.com slash Discord. Nailed it. All right. Yes. All that's out the way. Now you know who we are. Let's get into this episode. First section is the gaming news done by yours truly. Number one, Microsoft seems to think we're getting a PS5 Slim this year. This comes from The Verge by Tom Warner. So this is interesting. Um, so we took a, uh, I guess, you know, a holiday break last week. So we really didn't talk about the second half of the Microsoft v. FTC court case, and there was just mm -hmm. more information that came out. So this is one of the other things that came out where Microsoft thinks that there will be a PS5 Slim that's going to come out this year. So when this broke, everyone was just like, that feels really, really soon. It doesn't seem right. But when you think about it, PS4 got the PS4 Slim. Pro. Slim. Slim slash Pro. Was there actually a PS4? There was no PS4 Slim. It was just a Pro, right? Yes, there was. Pro. It was, there was a slam? Was there a slam? Uh, I think I it was just a so. pro. But the No, the, they had the a PS4 slam. Oh, they had a PS4 oh, yeah, slam. Oh, yeah, I see it. I remember that one. I, I still have my um my my uh launch PS4 and it still works, I think. But yeah, mm. so that that slim model actually came out three years after the PS4 um release. Yeah. So it kind of tracks, but you know, this year or this generation, special generation, because we were all in COVID. So those first like two years didn't really feel like a real console launch because you know, it didn't feel like time that counted. Exactly, exactly. So now we're at this point and, you know, <clears throat> based off of Microsoft's estimates, we should be getting a PS4, a PS5 Slim this year. They said that it's going to be around $400, which mm -hmm. I don't know. But the, the, the thing that complicates this is, you know, earlier this year, PlayStation showed off their, you know, at that point recently leaked Project Q, which is their handheld uh, PlayStation device, essentially, that allows you to remote play your games. So Microsoft also said that they think that that's going to be $300. This is a weird thing now, because if this is all true, this will be the only year where PlayStation releases essentially three different pieces of hardware mm. in one year. Because you have the PS, VR. PSVR 2, mm -hmm. and then you will have the 
PS5 Slim, and then you have the Project Q, which is a handheld uh, PS device. So it's uh, it's a well, it's a, no, I, they released the PS2 and the PS1 in 2000, which was the PS1 Slim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying this is actually three actual like separate devices that like almost peripheral. Well, like two two peripherals and one. Yeah, new yeah, I wouldn't but like all that a. Uh... I, I the, the only reason why I yeah the only reason why I consider this is like I use the term hardware is because of how much they're going to actually cost versus like mm-hmm. a you know an uh, accessory like like earbuds or something right so it's like this doesn't feel too believable to me just because PlayStation is you know comfortably in first place right now no, oh, like okay. they well, oh all right can I can I step yeah. in right quick. Oh, sure. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Sony is a hardware company. Yes. Hardware is their bread and butter. They're great at making software that drives their hardware being PlayStation. They are like, they, 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 they're good. In the gaming space, right. their software is good. Outside right. of that, they don't really mess around with anything that, you know, Microsoft is doing, Google's doing, or Amazon's doing, really. But yeah, them having three like hardware things. Like right mm-hmm. now, in the middle, in the middle, because like we're like we're we're in the middle, like we're nearing like maybe like six months out from being considered the middle of this generation, right? And like media right. concentrations is like between seven and eight years. The pandemic may have like met that up a little bit, but I think both PlayStation and Xbox, their supply chains doing better, and they're getting the hardware out, so they're not that much off schedule. But there was a bit of a knock off schedule. Mm-hmm. PlayStation is trying to get trying to maximize like it's it's there is a science behind supply chain management mm-hmm. and i think for them it's better for for us for them to get this kind like get this hardware out now than later once the like once they start marketing the next playstation console which will be here sooner than you would imagine like for them to get the the, the maximum amount of return on investment based on you know the the like there's so much shit that goes into procurement um the the vendor licenses the components um making it and shipping it out and you know right. even even the selling the sell endpoints and shit like that like that's that's billions ultimately of- he's saying they're, they're, this is a timeline they're not doing anything knee-jerk reaction or anything all no. of this is planned no like all it's, it's planned for a it's, while it's the middle of the console generation they want to get this out now than later because next year is 2024, and the prediction right. is for us to start learning about these new consoles in 2027, and then then they'll be out in 2028. Like no, now now more than ever. But I think there was some lost time because of the pandemic. So right. yeah, yeah, they want to get as much. Yeah, just get it out there. Get, get, get out, <laughs> please. So okay, yeah. I mean, I, I I totally get that. Like, um, Sean, what's your what's your take on this? Um, as I started to say. All of this stuff was on a timeline. I don't just because they release. It's not like they're releasing three or four different PlayStations. You know, yeah, in like one this is year. accessories, peripherals. This, yeah, yeah. Just because they're expensive doesn't mean a thing. This is an expensive hobby. Um, yeah. Those who are going to get it, we're going to get it to begin with. Um, price be damned. Right. Okay. Yeah, the wills and you know yeah. and i th- i think i think they they have th- there's there's this is like a more of a macro conversation but in terms of macroeconomics like consumer confidence is up so like there mm-hmm. isn't like we're not in a recession 
and we're no longer really in like that stagflation thing that you know the news websites were throwing up that term you know like yeah um wages are actually trending in the right direction unemployment's low um not just like considering the global south but global north like we're not we're not in like the resurgence that people have predicted after the pandemic but we mm-hmm. are in a better economic situation to which yeah like they would have delayed these devices if the economy was on a little bit of a shaky ground yeah. but it's not yeah like it's 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 fine i mean it's just mad expensive and both right. xbox and playstation are <laughs> raised their prices their consoles but certain moves like that would not have happened if there wasn't you know fine unemployment and wages were manageable right it made mm-hmm. wages weren't terrible you know like it, right it, it's a recession if prices were up and wages were down prices were up and unemployment was high but we're yeah. not in that place right now Motherfuckers got okay, money. so so here's the thing right <laughs> i i hear both of you but i'm on the side of like PlayStation, what are you doing? Why are we doing this now? Like, I get the whole timeline thing. Like, it's three years. All right, let's do the thing. But it's like, they launched a very good console. Like, to yeah. the point where we don't have we don't have a, a, a plethora of, like, consumers talking about, oh, my PS5 is overheating. Oh, it sounds like a jet engine. It's like, we don't have There's a few people issues. saying that, especially with yeah, Final it's a Fantasy. Few, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. There's a few people, but it's down. like, I feel like I feel like the PS4, when the Slim came out, there was more reason to get the Slim versus the PS5. And it's just like, and on top of everything, it's like, man, this feels really, really soon. It also because of the pandemic. So it to me, it's like, man, it's, I didn't need a PS4 when the Slim came out. I only upgraded because I wanted a pro. Like, they make durable stuff. Oh, that's the thing. Like, I think if if the conversation is, you know, if, if Microsoft said slim but meant pro i think that's a different conversation because it's like all right well what is this pro offering that's going to be you know also how much is that going to cost because right now the ps5 outside of the us is 550 mm-hmm. but inside the us is, is is 500 so is it going to be like 600 to kind of like even out that that price difference but it's just well, like all right like, well it's it like no like but Sony, Sony's just trying to maximize profits here they have a shit ton of playstations out in the wild and I'm not, I don't know what type of attachment weight they're looking for with you know the project Q mm-hmm. or or like well the VR is a different conversation because that's kind of like in the middle right now it's it, yeah. v, VR is selling better than what people have expected had predicted mm-hmm. um, but like they are trying to maximize their console like they're trying, like, trying to add more stuff to it uh, like they're a hardware company. They're a hardware yes. company. And it's like for them, if they're able to add more pieces to a dedicated device within the person's living room, mm-hmm. you know, turn a $500 sale into an $800 sale, turn an $800 sale into a $1,300 sale, that's what they're going to do. So, yeah, I mean, you know. And it's, 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 it's like this may be more so for, yeah, for those that already have a PlayStation, the, uh, the Project here- Q people. Oh, go ahead, John. Mm, I was gonna say it's kind of like Apple releasing an iPhone and then a MacBook Pro, MacBook Slim, you know, mm. earbud, AirPods Max. You got your Apple MagSafe charger. Like you know these what? Are just that, accessories. I actually, yeah, They're like just that's, expensive. That that is an interesting thing, John, because like that just seems <clears throat> like we're dealing with a weird hardware ecosystem here. But here's like, the not, thing. 
I, I you're wrong, that, DJ. You're wrong. <laughs> I think that might be apples to oranges only because mm. you know, as a as a proud owner of a uh, iPhone, look at my little baby toy. Right <laughs> as a proud owner of the iPhone, and you know, I I also have a MacBook. They serve two different purposes. Like I, I can't I, put the my, MacBook my in my pocket. Given to me by the government, so I don't uh, use it. Oh, see, my MacBook was given to me by my my, my work. So yeah, it's no like no they, one cares about them. Keep going. <laughs> they serve two different purposes. Whereas, like, I mean, I guess the PS, the PlayStation handheld, the PSVR two, and then the Sim, they all. I mean, they all work in the same ecosystem. Like, you need a PS5 to use everything, right? So, my thing is... <laughs> so, my thing is, like, I one thing I, I, I uh, was getting to, and, you know, um, Jordan kind of said it, is, like, this whole Slim model is supposed to have a detachable hard drive or hard disk. Mm-hmm. So, you can... Mm-hmm. And that's also going to reduce the price, which I guess kind of makes sense why it might be 400. But then again, like, you know, why why would PlayStation go 400, not 450? Anyways, um, I think I think it is very possible that we do see this this year, although to me personally, it would feel kind of weird. I also was like thinking about this more. I was like, huh, what if PlayStation does a thing where they do like a super bundle where it's like this PS5 Slim and the project Q. I mean, they would charge like I'd imagine or something for it. I mean, like, well, here's the thing: a lot of these vendors. When I say vendors, I mean Target, Walmart, Amazon. They can have their own bundles they can fuck around with. On yeah, the maybe side. Oh, that's but, true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, yeah. But in terms of PlayStation Direct, we'll fucking see. I mean, PlayStation Direct is based on my experience. At least all of our experiences is very rigid. Like, it's hard to get hardware bundles up in that. You have a good point. Because I, I, right I now, don't think I've ever seen a bundle like that other than a game and an extra controller included yeah. if you're getting it directly well, from the uh, yeah. well, you, you, I mean, This like, is the first year where PlayStation is going to be releasing three different hardware, you know? I mean, I mean like, first. You, like, you don't know. Like, every time you get an account with PlayStation, you get a free copy of Neck. So, you know. <laughs> May they never do that again. <laughs> All right. So that's that. We'll see what happens later this year. A lot of stuff's going to happen later this year. Uh, speaking of things that may happen later this year, number two, Nintendo Switch successor dev kit is reportedly in the hands of a Spanish studio. So this is a rumor, and this is coming from WCCFTech.com. I don't know. WCCF? Sure. Continue. Anyways. This is from Francisco de Mio. I hope I nailed that. I, my Spanish is not that great. All right. Um, so essentially, the there, there, there was a tweet that was put out, and the leak was that this uh, Spanish studio has a Switch 2 dev kit. And everyone was just like, what's going on? So Probably apparently, not anymore. This, they're not let this <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so open this, up. This uh, is Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they'll. This studio is. Them. What's the name of this studio? This studio is. Give me a second. Hold on. How, how you say that in Spanish? Almost. <laughs> what you what you just said in Spanish? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. This studio is Mercury Stream. Mercury Steam. So they were behind the two D entries for the Metroid series. So that part tracks in terms of who is the studio? Why would why would they have switched to dev kits? And you know, if it's Metroid, then like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Like they have a relationship with Nintendo in order to do that. So 
this gets into a weird realm of, wait, are we going to get a, a switch to, you know, maybe uh, direct or something or talk about maybe yeah. this year? And I, 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 I added, I attached another story to this. This is from IGN. Nintendo plans smooth transition from Switch to next console by what using players' mean? Nintendo accounts. What does so that mean? I think what this means, to me, this means they are going to, the next console is going to be... They're reducing the barriers for you to basically bring all your shit over. Whatever I think it's, will be I think it's going to have better, like, Switch integration. Meaning, I like, mean, will the next console would be like a step up from the Switch and not like a completely different thing? Yeah, well, I mean, like, so that you know, because a lot of people still have Switch games on like little tiny cartridges, and I was wondering, mm -hmm. if that, like, will that be formatted or will the next Switch be able to accept those? I mean, like, Nintendo can do digital purchases too. Yes, I wonder yeah, if, they they, if they'll if they'll honor those digital purchases is one question. And because I remember Xbox does this, Xbox has yeah. you know like they their legacy bullshit all the mm -hmm. way back to the original Xbox, which I which I want all the publishers to do all the main. I think PlayStation do. does it too. Yeah, well, for uh, the PlayStation Four, PS4 but then it was like you yeah, know, and yeah. that that's kind of fallen off a little bit with the PS One stuff. <laughs> it with Super yeah. Monkey Ball, oh. <laughs> and I want them to you know I, I want them all to do that yeah. to allow people to like go down to their basements and, you know, scans around and put whatever game in their, in a new console. So yeah, with this new Nintendo one, will they honor digital purchases Two, will be formatted to accept the physical, um, cartridges of the current switch. Like, can I put mm -hmm. those in as if nothing was there? I'm not really worried about cloud saves and shit like that. Cause I know Nintendo just doesn't have the brain power for cloud saves. Um, it does have cloud saves though. They it do? does. Yeah, what? they do. It's 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 a weird thing. I actually found right. out because I was trying I don't to believe you. Uh, get <laughs> I was trying to get Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom uh, really? to play offline for Shireen's Switch, but it's not for anyway. They do have cloud saves though. They do have okay. cloud saves. So that's I wonder how that works between consoles. Then that's my question. We'll find I wonder out if you if yeah, because like with with the PlayStation four, four to five, boom, bum, exactly. Fucking yeah, yeah. uh, Borderlands three immediately booted up right where yeah. it was. And same yeah. with Division 2. So, you know. Yeah. So, more on this. So, apparently, this dev kit, the power ranges between, like, the PS4 and Xbox One. So, that right mm -hmm. there, I think, is a big win for the people who, you know, want more power in their Switches. Like, want more uh, computational power. So, that's the great. Mario about to go crazy. Hey man, hey man, he's finally gonna be 3D. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Abre. yeah, esto es Nintendo. <laughs> you nailed it. I think I don't know, but um, yeah. So all that sounds like real great. Again, this is a rumor, so it's a possibility this is not true, and it's a possibility that Nintendo won't release any more hardware after the Switch because the Switch is so popular. So it's like, why do we do anything else? They're gonna release something else. They have to money. So I think all of this is to me like pointing to okay we might we might get like us a, a direct or some kind of like oh stay tuned we have an announcement for the future of the switch or whatever especially looking at the last direct and a lot of the 
a lot of the talk around it was like, oh, this kind of feels like a sunset level direct for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Because there was the, you know, the new Mario is a 2D Mario. We haven't had a 3D Mario in years now, like a new yeah, 3D Mario Odyssey, in like years. Odyssey was 2017 or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they had that Bowser uh, DLC thing. I forget the name of it. But like, yeah, that was that was a long time ago, too. So it's just like, all right, well, you know, Nintendo's not sitting on their butt on their hands. Like they're they're thinking they're doing something, but they're not showing it. So, OK, obviously, this must be for the next thing. Also, Tears of the Kingdom came out. They're good for the rest of the year. They really are. So and, good. Oh, no. I mean, like, I, you know, this, this this is just another example of just how Nintendo was able to completely change their strategy to three generations ago. Um, to which they're like, you know, we're not going to fight Xbox and PlayStation at the same style of like parody, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And we're going to make our own path. And even though they're like, you know, just going to look like the PS4 and PS um, and uh, Xbox One, they're able to maximize what at least their studios, their, their developers are able to maximize the um, the capability of Nintendo consoles you know i mean yeah tears of kingdom looks mad janky outside looking in but it's like it's, it's a beautiful game regardless i'll tell you i'll tell you right now i'll <laughs> tell you right now i have spent maybe like maybe like 60 to 70 hours in that game so far and ah, maybe 60 hours we'll say 60 hours and like i haven't had a single bug I haven't had a single glitch any point in that game where I was like, oh, crap, I can't get out of here. It's like, nah, like, use your power to ascend. Rapture yourself, my guy, and you're good. Yeah. So it's just like the the game is super solid. Like, the fact that you can build stuff and stuff can look weird when you build it, that's all by design because it's, you know, supposed to be a little wonky looking. But in terms of performance and, like, bugs and stuff this has probably been the most solid game i've played all year which is nice. crazy to say for like how for what you can do in the game so yeah that's that so yeah again we'll see what happens later this year we'll see if you know nintendo is actually going to show us what the switch 2 will look like what feel like will play like so that's that before we get to the sonic creator yuji naka I ask you, dear listener, dear viewer, do us a solid. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel, and the notification bell. If you are listening and you don't feel like jumping on YouTube right now because you're, I don't know, driving a car, cooking, using the bathroom, hey, whatever you're doing, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or podcast services you are currently using. And flush. Thank you. All right. Number three. Sonic creator Yuji Naka found guilty of insider trading, but won't go to jail. This comes from Tech Raptor. Who is this by? Let me see who this is by. This is by, oh, I don't, this is a, that's a tough name. Um, I'm going to call them. Uh, Gillespie. Sorry, that's Giuseppe. Come on now. Giuseppe? Giuseppe? Oh, okay. I'm supposed to nail that. Giuseppe? Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) You ever seen Giuseppe spell before? No, I see no Giuseppe no. spell before. You broke, bitch. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not in the tax bracket to see how Giuseppe spells. Damn American. That's what's wrong with you. Mm. Non cultured swine. Go ahead. All right. So, um, yes. So the court has ruled that Naka's actions were seen as malicious due to the scale of the stock prices he performed. I'm sorry, stock purchases he performed. Uh, the sentence is two years and six months of jail time plus a fine of two million yen and an additional charge of approximately 170 million yen. That's approximately 1.2 million dollars at the current exchange rate, US dollars, of course. Uh, while the sentence matched up with prosecutors' demands made during a hearing in June, Nakasan won't actually go to jail as long as he respects the law going forward. How crazy is that? His sentence has been suspended and turned into four years of probation, similarly to his co-defendant, Tasuke Sasaki, as the court recognized that he acknowledged his crime and showed remorse. So, that's... (laughs) I mean, good for him. He gets to make Sonic games as long as he follows the law, like everyone else is Is he even still involved in Sonic, though? No, I don't think he's. I don't, I don't think he would have went to jail if uh, the judge played Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> Absolutely, I just <laughs> need one joke. Good. I, I I need to see like a Sonic PSA for this. That's gonna be like, <laughs> hey kids, if you know about what a company's about to do within the next five weeks, don't sell off your stocks if it's in a bad <laughs> direction, because that's no good. You know, like stuff like that. That's not what I, right. that's not what I see. <laughs> No, seriously, I think I think that needs to happen. Whoever's making insider trading is totally illegal. <laughs> Wait, what's the next Sonic mm. game? They just showed it. I mean, <laughs> it was Frontiers that's already come out, and there was like Sonic dies. Like, they're so te- they're teasing a new. Uh, oh yeah, like new, um, uh, a remake of uh, two mm-hmm. or something. I know it's a remake coming out that people are excited. What's about. the name of the Sonic game? Sonic uh, Superstars. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah, my yeah. joke has um, completely he, failed because it took me so long to figure out the name of this game. But yeah, Sonic Superstars. He Star, left that's it. Sega and Sonic brand back in 06, So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to make a popular, now popular game called Ballin Wonderworld. Part, part of me thinks that insider trading in video games are becoming, or is is already very active, and only recently is becoming detected. Because I think there were some um, shady purchases related to like the Activision Blizzard um, mm-hmm. ABK deal and Microsoft. Around the week when that was announced, they noticed that some people, some hedge fund people were like dumping a lot of their stocks or purchasing a lot of um, their stocks prior to it. That was then. Yeah. And now recently within like these last couple of weeks near the end of it, they're seeing a lot of movement, a lot of premature movement occurring. Mm. Um, but I do think inside, like the video game industry is fucking huge. And a yep, lot of these companies true. are just straight up public, Square Enix, Activision, Ubisoft, a lot of them are public. And if I mean, you do isn't, have... Isn't the industry, the isn't the gaming industry like the biggest, the, the, the biggest industry, right? I right mean, now? it's up there. It's one of the biggest entertainment industries yeah, out there. It, it, um, well, movies movies are I mean, still... It's in it's in the billions. It's in it's in the yeah. billions of dollars every year. Yeah. And a lot of these huge ass publishers are public and can have their stocks traded. If you had predisposed knowledge 
of mm-hmm. a potential announcement of, let's say, Far Cry 7 or um, the next true Assassin's Creed game or the next Call of Duty game or if the next Call of Duty game was going to be canceled if you had that predisposed knowledge, then, yeah, you can, like, move your stocks around and, you know, protect yourself from harm or get a tremendous amount of benefit from it. So, That's true. That's you know, true. He's, oh, wow. he's, not, he's not getting a Martha Stewart <clears throat> treatment, but, you know, it's close. <laughs> no, um, actually, gaming is the biggest industry now. Uh, this oh, it is, is a okay. old. This is a old study, but this is from 2020. I, I don't know how often they do these, but um, that's before the Barbie, global. Though. The, the, so. shut up. the <laughs> global gaming market was valued at 159.3 billion with a B in 2020. To put that in perspective, the music industry was valued at 19.1 billion, while the movie industry was valued at 41.7. That means the gaming industry is making more than three times as much as the music industry and almost four times as much as the movie industry. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes so sense. I think there's a lot of insider trading going on that's not being detected. Yeah. Because because a lot I mean, of these yeah. regulators, a lot of these enforcement people are still considering video games mm-hmm. as toys. I mean, that's fine. They are luxuries. Yeah. But, um, you know, fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For them, to like FTC and all these other people. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I guess congratulations. You usually you, you dodged uh, jail this time. Hopefully, you know, there's that, not a next them, time. Them numbers are kind of crazy though, because the global gaming market was valued at 159 billion, and Microsoft is paying <laughs> 70 billion almost. Hey, they really that. wanted Activision, okay? They, 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 hey, they said they, overval- they said they overvalued them. Which could be a thing. This is Bro, crazy. Like, maybe it was King. It was complete complete King. side note, I, I saw a, um, a video, a TikTok video about, um, mm-hmm. you know, why, bil- why all billionaires are evil. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, the, the calculation that he did, I think, you know, this is kind of common knowledge, but, like, if you... I don't forgot the thing. Basically, if you have, if you're given a dollar every second, it will take you 32 years to get to $1 billion. So every second of a day, it will take you 32 years to get to a billion dollars. Like, that's insane. And then Microsoft pays, what, 70 of these billions of dollars? Yeah. Again, just insane. I don't know, DJ. That sounds like broke boy problems. Sounds like, like <laughs> oh, I'm you, sorry. You know, complaining, <laughs> just complaining about being poor. Can't help you, dog. Sorry. I mean, you got to like oh. make that cash. You got to like sell your soul. Come on. All right. Man. Well, when when uh, when Microsoft, when this deal goes through and Microsoft starts handing out um, checks to all the Xbox owners, let me know how much you get and I'll buy an Xbox. You just got to find yourself a good old fashioned deposit of unatanium on the planet oh, okay. with blue and blue furry people or whatever. Okay. And, you know, harvest it. Get your bag. I'll, and I'll go. look for that. I'll look for that. But since I I haven't found that, this is what we're going to do instead. Number four on our list, we are going to talk about the 2023 Game Award category winners, I guess, predictions. I just threw some words at the Predictions. How are you going to say winners already? What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Did I say winners? Are you sure? 
Let me rewind this tape. I'm going to stop the podcast real quick. Let me check this real quick. Anyways, yes, we are going to predict the winners of the 2023 Game Awards based off of our small knowledge of the games that have released currently and what the future can possibly hold that we don't even know of. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. So, uh, the reason why I'm doing this is because there's been a lot of Game of the Year um, predictions because we can't say winners because it hasn't happened yet. So there's been a lot of Game of the Year predictions going on because we are more than halfway through the year. And a lot of the games that will most likely be nominated for Game of the Year, be nominated for all the awards, have already come out and we've played most of them already, you know? So we just missing a couple, but it's enough for us to have the conversation. So what I did was went to Game Awards and I grabbed a couple of the categories from last year. And we're just going to have a conversation and figure out what we think could actually win some of the categories based off of what came out so far. So first one, Action Avenger. Avenger? Avenger. Avenger, Avenger. They sound really similar. Anyways, so um, what I did was I scrolled through the release date calendar of this year and I grabbed a good number of games that I thought would probably fit into this category. First one, Final Fantasy 16. Second one, Dead Space. Third, oh, Dead Space Remake. Thank you, Sean. Uh, we got the RE4 Remake, Metroid Prime Remastered, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Armored Core 6, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then Super Mario Bros. Wonder. 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 So, again, this isn't a hard, fast list, you know, because, like, other games could probably fit this. But there's always a conversation of like what is actually action action adventure versus action versus anyways, whatever. So this is where we at. Um what do you guys think of this list? Um, yeah. It's a trash I, list. I think I think it's a lot more than they would they, they would usually have. Yeah. Um I mean they had just I, listed or you added things? Yeah, I added is, this. This, I added this. So I made this, this, this list. is of DJ's mind. Yes. Right, so yes. This, is, this is a trash ass list. Like, what year is it? If remakes are damn near dominating this. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you for bringing Somebody that. Say, How so, did Ragnarok not make this list? Ah, shit. Ragnarok came out last year, though, technically. Uh, last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it made the cut, too. It was already in last year's. He, here's yeah, what I think is going to be weird about this year because Dead Space Remastered remake was good, but I think RE4 remake was like top tier to the point where the conversation will probably be had like okay normally we don't put remakes on the list for game of the year because the game came out already essentially yeah. but like the remake was so good that i feel like they're going to fight to put this on a list on one of the lists i you know there's no like best horror game so i feel like action adventure is like a good fit for that uh the metro prime remaster and dead space remake those are they could they would probably not show up on the final thing. I just put them there because they had a pretty high um open critic score. So I think the conversation will be Final Fantasy 16 versus RE4 remake, probably versus like Jedi Survivor, just because there's a lot of Star Wars fans, just a lot mm-hmm. of Resident Evil fans, and everyone is really loving Final Fantasy 16 as a no longer RPG game. <laughs> so yeah. I think, like, you know, because we don't have uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage and we don't have Super Mario Brothers Wonder and we don't have Armor Core 6. 
I don't I don't think there's going to be enough people playing Armor Core Six for it to be on this list. But I, I put think it Final Fantasy wouldn't be on that list, even though it's not a turn-based RPG. It's still an RPG. It's. I know what you think, DJ. But guess no, what? Well, no. So I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Jeff Keighley's <laughs> gonna like stir any pots. I think Jeff Keighley. I don't know. I don't think he plays games. I don't like the guy. But wow. I do think <laughs> that he'll probably put. FF16 RPG category because I don't I don't think it's gonna be an RPG off. category. So okay. the reason the reason why I don't think it's gonna be an RPG category just because from what I play of that game, there is there's skill trees, mm-hmm. but there's no <clears throat> there's no way of building out a a different place other than like your skills, right? So like the weapon that you have, I mean, it, it might like it might work out where you can have like different weapons to use that do different things that are at the same. What power do you call level. Final Fantasy VII remake? That's more of an RPG than Final Fantasy sixteen. It's damn near the same thing. That just has more of an active time shit. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, but like, you're wrong, it's, it's you're wrong. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man. Like, it's just really hard because, like, Final Fantasy VII remake. You could have, you could pick different. Oh, oh, we got we got people talking on the chat. Oh, I see you responding. Okay, good, good, good. So we got people. No, we got yes, we do have people. Thank you for uh, joining, guys. I did not even look at the chat, so appreciate it. But um, yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. The way it plays, it is very much so an action game where you can sit and, for all intents and purposes, button mash your way to victory. Where, like, you can't really do that with the RPG because, like, you have to manage things. And I think that's what it is. I think you're not managing a lot of stuff in Final Fantasy 16. Like, you are just hack and slash and trying to pull combos, trying to look stylish. And, like, that's kind of, that's Devil May Cry, essentially. So it's it's really tough for me to be like, ah, Final Fantasy VI is RPG. Like, I think uh, IGN put out an article talking about God of War being more of an RPG than Final Fantasy sixteen. And I was like, at first, I was like, no. But I was like, actually, yeah. Like, oh, wait, uh, Sean, you're muted. I said, we're litigating the wrong thing. Let's move on. We done, we okay. done got off our list. <laughs> All right. So they, they can stay here for the after show if they want to litigate with that. But, uh... <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I'm. I feel like Final Fantasy Sixteen is gonna take it just because, like, it is such a strong game right now, and everyone is loving it, and like, no one really ha- like. The one thing that I hear a lot about Final Fantasy Sixteen is how good the combat is, and I think that is a category you need to win to win best action adventure game or action game. But we're not gonna do action game because I don't know what the hell action game is. It's not action adventure. Um, all right, let's jump to the next thing. So I have, I wanted to include game direction on here. Right now it's not filled out, but actually, no, I'm gonna leave that for later. Let's go to art direction. I have on here Hogwarts Legacy, Hi-Fi Rush, Final Fantasy 16, and then I put Assassin's Creed Mirage. I should put uh, Starfield on here as well. Mm, I don't think Starfield or Hogwarts Legacy were code here because both of them are gonna. I mean, like looking at the shows you've seen so far, they're just fairly prototypical looking, like 
I, like if it's the games. Like when I think about art direction, <laughs> like I'm a Yeah. I mean, like, like, yeah, like when I think about art direction, like, like both, both, hard, like Hogwarts, even this Assassin's Creed Mirage, like all of them are trying to achieve some level of photorealism. But Hi-Fi Rush is like you just get cel shaded shit. Final Fantasy 16, oh, the same thing. I mean, like, so, I'm not, I'm not seeing games that are that are really being innovative in so their visual design. Here's the thing. I think, to me, I think Hogwarts Legacy wins this, and I think this is the only thing that Hogwarts Legacy wins because the amount of effort and detail they put into the Hogwarts Castle mm-hmm. is like unrivaled like it's like i've I've heard a couple people say like the hogwarts castle is like the best level design that they have seen in a long time in terms of like you walk in and it's like a confusing mess of like stairs and and hallways and like different areas and then like i don't know halfway through the game everything intertwines with each other so well that it's just like you know where to go you know where to hang a left and it's like yeah, I, I, so, I get I, I get where you're coming from in terms of the yeah. game design, in terms of the achievement they have they they've had and they making it feel as if you're literally walking through the Hogwarts castle and grounds. Mm-hmm. But I'm still yeah. the mindset when I think about art direction, I think about just the core design of the game, like in terms of like the coloring that was used and you know like uh, lighting. And so that's the thing. Stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. are you thinking? Are you you might be thinking game direction? No, I'm thinking because... about art. You think our direction? Okay. Yeah. Because like that that was the issue. Yeah. That was the issue that I had last year because in my mind, I was thinking art direction in terms of the aesthetics of the world, like how things work, how lighting works off of, you know, the 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 models and the characters, how everything looks, how pretty it is. Whereas game direction is how well does that, how well does the systems of the world interact with each other? Right. So. Yeah, so that that's the difference that I've tried to make in my head to to make it work out. But yeah, um, I'm, look, I'm looking at the art direction of last year, and yeah, no, I'm I'm seeing something like I'm. It's a category I don't really pay attention to, but mm. yeah, I am seeing like yeah, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray, and then when it was Elden Ring, and Elden Ring did yeah. have fairly elaborate set pieces and like the overall design of their levels and stuff like that. So yeah. I see Hogwarts being there, but I'm still like of the mindset of, you know, like, hey, was this like this shit look like Paper Mario or not? You know? Like, <laughs> like that's where my mind's at when it comes to that shit, dude. Uh, Is it pretty dog? Look. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, I think also depending, actually, no, no, no I'm not. I'll, I'll save this for something else. Um, Sean, what's your, what's your take on this? I, I see you put Chia. Um, um. What do we call an art direction specifically? So, actually, what I can do is I can go to the Game Awards and check out what they have for art direction. That way, we know from the horse's mouth what art direction is. Yes, you may be wondering why I'm talking a lot and doing stuff. It's because I am doing a thing called vamping. Um, you said best art direction. Best art direction. Mm. Let's see. For outstanding creative and slash or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. 
Chia is pretty uh pretty detailed as far as uh everything that she does. Like it 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 is, but do you think people enough people played the game to nominate it? Nah, you're right. But then again, it's yeah. industry people. So I mean, they playing a bunch of indie games as well. You know, indie games are darlings and in industry type shit. So. Yeah. So like I, I am I'm whether they finish it or not, to, I don't know, but that's that's that that's the thing too, because my experience of Chia is much different from your experience of Chia. You had to keep on going, I man. Did. It got crazy in there. Yeah, like I, I didn't I didn't get to the crazy stuff. Like I, I was still there, there rolling is, around. There as a is rock. a trophy that I got the other day for uh possessing the hand that you chopped off at the end of the game. That is that's dark crazy kind of cool the game is not at all what they advertise (laughs) so yeah like i I think i think again i think for for art direction and game direction those two are usually the battlefields because it's it's kind of hard to pull those two things you know separate from each other and like kind of argue like oh this art direction is better than this because it's all subjective and like game direction, I think it's a bit more straightforward because it's like, oh, these systems work really well together to make a like really cohesive game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's art direction. We'll jump into narrative. So this is this can take some work from us in terms of like what do you guys think would get nominated. So I put Alan Wake two and I put Starfield because I feel like the narrative for Starfield has to be strong for. I guess it doesn't. I don't know. The narrative of that game has to be strong for it to do well because that I feel like that's going to be the thing that separates it from a No Man's Sky clone. Because No Man's Sky had a narrative, but it was kind of just very shoestring and, and bubblegum kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what, what would you guys think would could put for, you know, a narrative nomination for Game of the Year here? Mm. narrative nomination that we know of i mean maybe spider-man 2 spider-man 1 had a solid narrative um and i i i I expect them to you know continue and make it better when when you have both miles and peter in the same story it's like you know, mentor, gotta gotta kill your mentor, bro. I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty sure gonna, they're gonna have you kill Peter at the end of it or something like that. Yeah. Well, it, it depends on how crazy they, they want to go with uh, Spider-Man. Um, I, I saw in the chat that uh, Starfield is being overhyped. Here's the thing, right? I can totally see that being a thing where, like, okay, like Starfield is getting talked about a lot. We haven't even played the game. We don't even know if the game is good. Like, we're just yeah, going off of going the, yeah, the the hour or so that. Uh, Bethesda showed and I am right now I'm operating uh, from a place of being a optimist and that like what they show is going to be good and like you know it's going to be a great game or whatever so I'm kind of working off of that if it does not go well then goes goes the way of cyberpunk sure I'm for that we have (laughs) We had an amazing discussion. It was when yeah. Cam came out the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> so if it does Cam do came bad, the Thanos portal. <laughs> yeah, like if it does, I mean, yeah. So like that's something to look forward to. Yeah. If Starfield does do bad. Expect Cam to show up. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. They talk shit about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the only reason why I'm throwing Starfield in, in these different places because I am just working off of the hope that that game actually is good at like great even and i i think i think that we'll know how good it is earlier than you think um i think we'll know how because like yeah the moment september hits like december 1st is like to have the early access like yeah like you'll you'll know you'll know if it's cheeks or not exactly Exactly. it won't be like it won't be a surprise like fucking (laughs) uh fucking cyberpunk was that shit was crazy. Like that was uh, two yeah, weeks yeah, of confusion. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? I, I'm still burnt from uh, Cyberpunk, man. Still burnt. Yeah, you should have got Xbox. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, yes, Sean, that's actually a good pick. Sean put in like a dragon. Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Hey man. That. Hey man. Hey, hey, like Yakuza has been. Are you Yakuza has been a very very solid game through the millennia because game so old um so it is very possible that that could like take it although we don't have a release date for that game yet right uh yeah it's supposed to release in the fall oh november 9th because we did get a release oh okay you're right Um, right right. yeah all the yakuza games slash like a giant games have very good narratives they got a lot of twists and turns they're in modern day soap opera that you can participate in and um this one specifically it's kind of like letting us know what happened after Yakuza 6 when, uh... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. It's letting I mean, us know what happened at the end of Yakuza 6 with certain thank characters. Thank you. say that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I thought something happened. I'm almost yeah. there. Just please be patient with me. Do that for Like me. Zoro said in One Piece, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in terms of narrative, um, I... I I think there is, I haven't beaten Final Fantasy 16, right? But a lot of people talk about how good that story is. And I think there's a possibility that that could also be on this list for best narrative. I didn't include it because I think I've heard more about the combat of that game than the actual story itself. So again, I'm just working off of the information I've heard because I have not beat that game yet because I've been in Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And that's the game that I'm not going to put on here for best narrative because I think that story is cool, but I don't think it has the best narrative. So uh the next thing is rpg on here i have diablo 4 starfield and octopath traveler 2 i think uh sean you, you thought there you said there this final fantasy 16 would be on this list right it's an rpg my guy we'll see we'll see you, we'll see you, if it's are here. you limiting it to uh Turn-based RPG, because that's why they call it turn-based RPG and action. I like Zelda is considered an RPG, an action RPG. I don't. Zelda is more of an RPG than Final Fantasy 16. Did you just assume it's gender? Zelda. (laughs) Oh, I did not stutter. Zelda is more of an RPG than Final Fantasy 16. The when you go to a store Mm -hmm. to like get your like items and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally just a straight path. So it's like, oh, this weapon is higher than this weapon. You just buy that weapon and you, you just go to the next thing. Oh, this item is higher than this. You just buy that item, you go to the next thing, and it's just like that's what's that's what it's been. So no, to me, you that I mean y'all, y'all are going back to the conversation simulator. we just had 15 minutes mm-hmm. ago. Like y'all Yeah, you, I know, you, I know. You, guys, you went backwards. Can I just say something? I think this will be a predict if if Starfield is an RPG. 
mm-hmm. in this category and they win in this category, then they're not winning game of the year. Because I think that's kind of how Jeff Keighley does it. Like he'll give like, oh, it was like one of the contenders. And... It, it was, it was the, um, it was either art direction or game game direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the category. That's that's like if that person predictor. wins it, then mm-hmm. yeah, they're not going to win the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I see yeah. it going to Zelda or Spider Man. But RPG? Yeah. Well, uh, oh, oh no, okay. RPG? I meant you, oh. said, you said game of the year though. Oh, okay. If yeah, they yeah, win oh, yeah. X, they're not going to win Y. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I feel like if Starfield's in this category, Starfield's going to take this because. If Starfield's in this category, that means that it it's a great game, because like if Starfield doesn't win, it's gonna be Diablo Diablo Four. But like mm-hmm. I, I feel like if if Starfield's a good game, it's gonna it's gonna take RPG because that's what it is like, and it's bones. It's an RPG. Yeah. yeah. Um. So next one is fighting game. I don't. It's a hey, they, it's both both are gonna both are getting nines. I mean, like I know MK is gonna get a nine, ninety yeah, something. Yeah. So this is a weird thing. Like I don't know what they're gonna do with this with this category, only because I mean, I guess they could stack it with other games that are. Does Tekken come out this year? They they haven't released. They haven't announced a release date. But like, oh. they had honestly, tech- honestly, as that. a Tekken player, as a person who loves Tekken, it should not be in the conversation with Street Fighter Six and and, and Mortal mm. Kombat One. Like, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 1 is revolutionizing its fighting game. Street Fighter 6 is in, like, a big evolution from what Street Fighter 5 provided. And I think looking at Tekken 8, it's a big step up from Tekken 7, but I don't think it's a big enough step for it to be like, this is, like, crazy. So I don't, I don't know if Tekken 8 comes out I don't know if it's gonna be armored four like, six might be in the category, man. It might be in the conversation for fighting game. No, no. You can throw fighting hands game? in there, can't you? <laughs> you can. You can. You can throw a punch. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Sean's logic: Grand Theft Auto three was a fighting game. Hey, <laughs> if, so, if, if Steve Goob, if Steve Goob <laughs> can be a fighting game, uh, if you, no, you're if not you wrong can, about the Steve. If you, just because you pull out a gun. Just because you pull out a gun doesn't mean it's not a fighting game. It just means you're cheating. For 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 Sean, if you can give someone a fade in any capacity, any capacity, Hades is a fighting game. Hey man, where up with your father? You pull out a gun. No, no, no. I'm not cheating. This is my special move. <laughs> On guard. Uh, all right. So um, so yeah. So we'll see what happens with fighting games. So indie games, I I put an asterisk on this because it's like, did we talk about this? But like, Dave the Diver is a game that no one really heard of oh, that yeah. dropped and everyone's like oh my god this game is crazy and then we also have humanity that did super well and like they had a demo and they were in the playstation showcase your state of play one of those two so we have indie games and then there's also the possibility of hollow knight silk song coming out even though yeah. they said that they need more time might not come out this year but we'll see we'll see so yeah that's that i don't i don't really have much to say about this category because i just don't I don't have that breadth of information. Do you guys have anything about indie games? Uh, nothing um, big. I mean, Liza P, right? Is Liza P indie? I don't, I don't yeah. know if that's considered indie. I think that might be too big of an. I don't know. I honestly, no, I mean, I mean Kenna, Kenna was indie. Like, yeah, like the 
Fire Fireshine games and Newitz game. Yeah, this is a fucking little baby poo poo game, is what wow. um, Cam would say. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. You okay. have seasons. I don't think the, uh, seasons did not review well. Oh, what? What? Yeah. No, I thought it did. What are you talking about? Did it? I don't. I don't remember it did. I mean, it, it, seasons reviewed okay. It wasn't terrible. It, it was. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't. What, what was its review score? Uh, Wulong could be an indie game, right? Wulong? Wulong. I don't know if Wulong's an indie Wulong. game either. Season got a 77. Oh, that's the end. That's not. That's not. Yeah, Team Ninjas. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ch- Chia so, uh, season. Ch- okay. Chia yeah. could be in here. Chia could be in here for sure. Mm. Yeah. Oh, with the but the baby eating everything. There you go. That that That's where that that's where that lives, Sean. There Chia you go. Chia also got a 77. Yeah. Oh well, open we'll credit. <laughs> we'll see how lots of these do does. Uh, okay, so the next thing we have is sports slash racing game. So this is specifically for Jordan. I put mm-hmm. the two racing games that I just remember. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like there's, oh, wait, there's, 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 there's a couple others. I think Moto the crew GP. is supposed to come out, right? Yeah, the, the, the latest crew things that comes out this year too, right? That that ain't winning. Crew you can thing. Put on there oh. if you want. But well, <laughs> I. You know, I mean, I think I think motorsports is going to win this. Well, like, also you have um, test drive Solar Crown that's going to be coming out oh, possibly okay. at the end okay. of this year. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, I well, love. Well, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, an F one twenty three is always a stable for every year. But mm. um, yeah, like this was, this is the reboot of the motorsport series. Yeah. yeah. And um, new tech, new shiny. Surface temp- surface temperature, which I think was a thing in um, F one twenty three, but they're putting it into uh, like I mean, so surface temperature over time, changing surfaces, so you know, shit like that. Yeah. So am I getting a uh, racing wheel? Fuck no, I'm not losing. <laughs> so I real quick, I, I'm looking at the chat, and there was a thing about Diablo four is too niche for game of the year. I will remind you that last year, please, I didn't, okay. So last year, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think, I think you underestimate the popularity of Diablo too. Yeah, no, Diablo is super popular. But last yeah. year, the, the nominations for Game of the Year was mm-hmm. Plague Tale, uh, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblades Chronicle 3. So... Yeah. Plague Tale Requiem and Stray. Stray is an indie game. Plague Tale Requiem is probably like in between, where like the double first A. game probably say, oh, yeah, double A. There you go. So I think for sure Diablo Four is a triple A game that yeah. is. Stekero yeah. Shadows Die Twice won in 2019. Like yeah, yeah. Well, wait, 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 was it Sekiro produced by Activision though? No. Um, the, it was well, yeah, 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 yeah. It was from Software and Activision. You're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. But still, yeah. yeah, I hear what you say. So, uh, okay, the last, uh, the last topic. Wait, wait, no more category. racing games? Oh, all right. Well, well I mean, it's for the motorsports. It's gonna that win. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it's, it is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's such a, it's such a novelty category that he smashed uh, sports yeah. and racing together. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, game of the year. So. This is a list that I, I realized that I didn't put Zelda on much other stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure Zelda will be other, probably like Game Direction. Zelda would probably go to that. Um, so Game of the Year. I have on the list Starfield, 
Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy 16, Diablo 4 Remake. No, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake, Diablo 4, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. So, I realize Spider-Man 2 is not on mostly. Uh, that should be on other lists, too. They're probably action-adventure, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that list is stacked. I don't know what they're going to do with that. But, um, yeah, so this game of the year, I... This is... The... The, the conversation for me, the conversation is it stops at Tears of the Kingdom. And I will say, like, right now, I feel like the only thing that could conquer Tears of the Kingdom is if Starfield is the 10 out of 10 game that everyone hopes it to be. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because Starfield, if it's that game that everyone's supposed to, that everyone wants it to be. It will have the RBG, the deep RBG mechanics that allows you to change your traits to affect the game in whatever ways. And then it also has the building exploration side that I think everyone kind of goes to when you think game of the year because of Elden Ring, because of Breath of the Wild. And it's just like, oh, I love going to a place and finding something that I didn't expect. And like, maybe you didn't find that because exploration or whatever, you know. So I definitely i think i think it's going to be tears of the kingdom if not starfield yeah if I not if starfield is not right the, the main reason why i think starfield is because i'm going to be able to have a naked and afraid playthrough and a capitalism <laughs> playthrough so like i have one file when i'm like just butt naked in space and then i have another file to which i'm just going on planets and putting up mines and like slaughtering wildlife and you know hey. trading and being a pirate too. I think hey, that's what's going to happen. You could do that now, right? You don't have to wait I could do that now. I mean like you can you I, can I, do I, that in Tears of the Kingdom. You can do I, that in like, Tears of the Kingdom. You can go yeah. not naked, but you can go like with really, really low armor. I mean in, just... in reference to life, you know, naked and afraid was probably, you know, like maybe forty five minutes. Like that playthrough kinda ended and I switched builds. You um, know, but yes. you know. <laughs> but um yeah, Starfield is becoming this monster, and um, that like I think once Gamescom hits, we'll have a better mm-hmm. understanding of what we're dealing with, and which will be in okay. about a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then uh, wild. Sean? Oh, uh, this is too close to call. I'd probably just take out RE4 and Diablo. Take out? With you. Yeah. Uh, I just have Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy, and Spider-Man into the. Oh, oh, I see, I see what you mean. Uh, well, what, what do you think is gonna? What do you think would win though? This is too close. Um, I have only played Final Fantasy. Um, I hope oh, to okay. play Tears of the Kingdom and Starfield, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Get that Xbox play that Starfield, my guy. I play on computer. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to figure out how to play it at some point. Um, but yeah, we need to figure out how to play it. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Just leave it at that. It's like Sean is always shitting for speech. He's like, I'll figure out how to play it. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Sean, like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Jordan. You thought it's a simple A to B. No, 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 no. There is C, D, E, and F. I am wrong. I am foolish. (laughs) Sean will figure it out. (laughs) I know he will. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Um, You'll just see it on my my what we've been playing, all right? Just (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Don't ask questions. That's how it was. (laughs) So, um, 
in the chat, we we do have a uh, a grab for Spider Man too. I I hope I really hope that game becomes game of the year because I think yeah, yeah. if that game mm-hmm. becomes game of the year, like that would be the like craziest thing because I think a lot of people are expecting Spider Man two to be a lot like Spider Man one, and you mm-hmm. know, sure it's a sequel, but I think they have they have potential to do like a lot of crazy stuff with the i mean i guess you know spoilers minus spoilers the whole symbiote suit being on peter and like what that means like what he can do what miles has to do to like stop him essentially if he does go like off the deep end kind of stuff and i think it's going to be a thing of do they take those steps like or are they like doing this to work in maybe like a possible trilogy of the spider-man games like it's just like the in-between step to get you to like the last thing where Miles has a Venom suit and he can finally <laughs> or Carnage <laughs> comes into play. Um... Peter gonna say the N-word and he's gonna be like, who gonna stop me? <laughs> I was gonna be like, he could finally um reenact Killmonger's plan from Black Panther, but whatever. <laughs> but um no, so like, yeah, no, you know you can't say that word. <laughs> right. like, you're not gonna stop me, Miles. You're black. He gonna hit him, gonna hit him with the uh, Peter. With the Robert Downey Jr., huh? <laughs> what do you mean, no. you people? Like, with, like I, I, I've always considered Insomniac because, yeah, like they're like one of the best developers out there, mm-hmm. and they had a dog in them. And I am interested in seeing how they flesh it out compared to one. Like my only, like the base what we're seeing is like, yeah, it's clearly the same engine that Spider-Man was built off of, which is an already great engine. But at the same time, so you know, how are we like instead of a bigger map. How much depth are you putting into this? Because they had a lot of content there, like you know, little street crimes and shit like that, and mm-hmm. yeah, like just reiterating DJ's point, like you know, we, we know we're gonna be able to switch between Miles and Peter. There might be a secret enemy too outside of the symbiote and Craven and Green yeah. Goblin. There might be someone else to fuck <laughs> around. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I yeah, like, but based on the evidence provided so far. And the showcases, it does feel like this is Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And, like, literally just Spider-Man 2. And I don't know if Spider-Man 2, same as God of War Ragnarok, that didn't win Game of the Year, and that was a sequel. Like, you know, like what what more are they doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's where it gets, because it's like, to be Game of the Year, you don't have to, you don't only have to have best story, you have to also have best uh, game mechanics, best art direction, all that stuff, or and also, that, remember, Spider-Man 1 was nominated for the last time, 2018. But that was a crazy fucking year, though. Like, fucking Red Dead and God of, and God of War 1 came out, too. God of War um, beat Spider-Man 1 the last yeah. time around. Yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was nominated Celeste, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. So, okay. We've been having some good years in gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, that's pretty much our thing. The last thing, I, I know we're, we're over time, but I do want to just talk about the one thing of this year of video games. And like, I think I mentioned it in, in our chat on Discord. Like, is this the best you. year of gaming? I fought you. You did. You did. But like, I think it's now stupid. we can actually have the conversation out. And I say, yes, this is the best no, year it's of not. gaming, Jordan. This it's is good. absolutely it's the best very year good, of gaming. It's a very good year. Everyone look up fucking, two, everyone oh, look up 2007. Okay. Look no. up 2007, please. No. Just look that was up so long ago, Jordan. A lot of these right, people weren't even whatever. alive back in 2007. <laughs> just look up. I know, yeah. I wouldn't say that, right? 
What you say, Sean? 2007. I, I, I think I think when this year ends, we'll return to this conversation, and well, I'll be bad. able to say, for sure, Jordan, yes, this has been the best year. Because, because I can see the future, Jordan. I've hit right. this for you guys this entire time. I can see the future. I am, and I, I know. Am... I know. I don't know. I don't know. I had something there, but I completely lost it. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, I am, I am very excited about this year. We're having a great amount of games, but yeah, we'll we'll compare to 2023 to 2018 and 2007. 2018 was also a pretty solid year too. 2007 was something very different. Fucking B movie game came out, dude. Get out I, of here. I bet. Uh... I bet if uh, I bet if French Ball did well, you'd be saying this is best year. Mm, you yeah, know. probably, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking fourth Smoking came out this year too. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find out why 2020 is so great. Oh my gosh! All right, that's it. We did it. That has been the episode for today. We hope that you enjoyed our conversations about. Uh, Sonic Creator not going to jail. Uh, PS5 Slim, Project Q. Uh, there was other stuff in the Game Awards stuff, you know? Oh, Nintendo Switch too. Yeah, yeah. So we hope that you enjoyed all this stuff that we talked about. If you would like to do us a solid, if you appreciate what we did, we would ask that you please like this video, subscribe to our channel if you haven't, and hit the notification bell. Because when you hit the notification bell, you will be reminded when our next podcast happens because I'll just put it up and YouTube will do the YouTube thing and it will send you a little thing. And you'll be like, oh, cool. Let me go and jump into the live chat. And here you are. So yes, do that. Appreciate it. Um, if you are not watching, but you're listening, we greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or podcast services you are currently tuned in on because that helps us also, helps us a lot. Thank you to the people in our live chat. Thank you for uh, rocking with us. We greatly appreciate it. I need to have my chat up more so I can see it not in my peripheral but in my front view yeah that was right um yeah yeah until next time you keep playing games you be safe flush wash your hands play some games do it